0: Carden, Blair, buddy, episode twenty—we made it. That is huge. I mean, seriously, that is that is
1: awesome. We we almost have enough content that somebody could listen to us for an entire day. Think about that,
0: Carden. We had a we had a listener in Missouri mm-hmm. that downloaded. Now you know because we have some analytics that we can look at this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we had a listener in Missouri download fourteen episodes in a row. Yeah. yeah yeah and i'm, and I'm like that must have been a hell of a road trip that's a day
1: well spent hey whoever you are if you're listening now hit us up on uh, instagram or ponderingmonkeys at gmail.com so we know who you are and we can do a shout out because good for you, you yeah really that's awesome time. You, and, you've, and, you've bumped our numbers by like 100 percent, so we appreciate you
0: <laughs> well and you know what uh we're working on getting some swag too and that's precisely the kind of stuff uh you know anybody that can endure fourteen hours of pondering monkeys in a row? It seems, uh, you know what? You get a you get a t shirt.
1: Yeah, on. you get a t shirt and a hat and maybe a little koozie.
0: Oh, <laughs> a koozie. Yeah, so, so on, Carden, koozie. Carden, I have yeah. a quick question. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Scariest thing that's ever happened to me. Okay,
1: so in my uh, military career, um, part of my training was shooting tanks, right? Oh, so we had okay. uh, um, on our one of our uh live fire exercises that kind of ends the the big you know training culmination we had a, a guy in the, in the driver's seat and the way the tank is kind of set that the driver's seat's in front and has its own hatch and then everybody else kind of sits in in the back in the turret section if you will and the fire is kind of right behind the driver either way this guy and he was kind of a, just an idiot anyways, he barely made it all the way through. They weren't even going to put him into a tank at the end, but he like barely scraped by somehow either way. He didn't put the hatch all the way down on his tank. So you can imagine mm. there's this uh, 20 millimeter, you know, gun going off over the top of this guy coming out. And that hatch would has <laughs> recoil that would fly back. Um, and it's just a massive piece of concrete that's coming back. So oh, that gosh. was, a. Uh, yeah, which you know, for me, not really knowing what was going on, I was just kind of like, "What in the world was that?" And turns comes to find out that if the turret that we were facing was any kind of different angle, it would have been, uh, it would have been pretty severe. There would have been some game over. I don't think the driver would have made it. But uh, that was like, in retrospect, one of the scariest things that I've ever been through. It was wow. pretty intense. Yeah, it was nuts. It was crazy. Yeah, that that
0: would be that would be a little scary. Yeah, it was pretty scary. Uh, well, Carton, we have a guest tonight. And he has quite a story to share. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't know if it's as scary as that. Oh, you know, I that think was, so. That was, that was pretty scary. But no, no so, so, Cardin, our guest tonight is none other than Chase Dewell Do you remember who Chase Dewell is? Can you refresh me? Chase Delwell is the young man that survived a grizzly bear attack a year and a half ago. Oh. Uh, or <laughs> he's holding up his fingers. It was you yeah, so saying six? Is it isn't really? He? It's no. It's five years ago. I it thought really it was five. Oh my gosh! It's right. five years ago. So uh, <clears throat> we'll introduce Chase, and he is going to share his incredible story, uh, scary story, uh, with us. Chase, say hi. How are we doing, folks? <laughs> we're doing. We're doing good. Uh, the the fact you are here telling this story is amazing.
2: I feel pretty damn lucky, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, so why don't you just, um, I mean, everybody kind of knows the premise of the story, Chase, so why don't you just kind of walk us through what happened?
2: All right, so the night before, October 2nd, 2015, um, get ready to leave Bozeman. Um, That's where my wife, Beck, and I lived at the time, and she had a friend show up from out of town. And I was planning on going elk hunting, and typically she's, like, right with me. That's one of the reasons we ended up together because she loves hunting just as much as I do. And she has a friend just show up. So she doesn't come with me, and that's no big deal. There's a lot of weekends I take off by myself, whatever. And it was really, really weird. Like, she was in tears when I was leaving. And I had this, I don't know. It was a weird gut feeling.
1: Hmm. almost like,
2: almost I, I, like a premonition kind not a premonition but i it just didn't feel good really you know um anyway so it took the three hour drive to show got to my brother's house crashed there and we went out the next morning and it was a i don't know for that area that we we're hunting um you know the, the wind always blows it's it's a constant um this this day there was wind rain snow it was just shitty um so we we were kind of lazy. We didn't leave the pickup. We were waiting for my uncle Mark to come out to the ranch and anyway, he was he was a little bit late getting there. We glassed up these elk and they were in a they bedded down in this perfect spot. And my <clears throat> brother decided we should leave them for when Mark comes. And so we just stayed in the pickup being lazy, went for another drive. And my brother and I, we don't get a lot of time together to just be brothers to talk and and bullshit like most brothers do and it was really nice super cool just hanging out with him hunting which we hardly ever got to do before that and still don't get a lot of time to sure. do Sure, mm-hmm. and so we we crossed this creek we cross muddy creek and we look to the west and about 300 yards west you can just see the the ass end of about four elk and they're walking away into the brush and muddy creek this this portion of it there's no tall trees. The tallest tree is going to be some willows and 10, 12 feet. And then on either side of the Creek is hay meadows. And so about a half mile to the West of where we were, the, the brush kind of came to a point and the fence was down where the elk cross. And so my brother, he dropped me off and he was going to drive around and go there. And so I'm getting my clothes on. Um, open up the back door, of my pickup, grab my bow. I have my pistol in the, the cubby in the back seat. I have my shotgun. I have my bear spray and I left all three things there. Hmm. Not a good move.
0: And, and, <laughs> yeah. and I need to say too, you grew up ranching on the front. So you, it, it's not like you're not used to the mountains in this country that we live in.
2: No, no. When, when I was a little baby, there was a grizzly bear that was in broken in my parents' house.
1: So, so yeah. Yeah. And and, and growing up, I mean,
2: bears just in this part
0: of the world, we have a lot of bears. I mean, it's just something we're, we're kind of used to.
2: Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And, and I was used to it to the point there, um, you know, I, you didn't think about it. Like you knew, you knew it was there, Mm -hmm. but you you didn't think about it, you know, and I'd had close encounters before. Um, I'd been bluff charged before, but just, I don't know having so many experiences with them i kind of became complacent with them
1: mm-hmm.
2: so mm-hmm. anyway made three big mistakes i left my pistol i left my shotgun and i left my bear spray and i went alone four and, and you were bow hunting yes okay. yep i had a i had a pointy stick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I, I had four <laughs> pointy sticks <laughs> <laughs> and and sadly, every arrow is a lot sharper than I am. <laughs> so um, I take off after these elk, and it, it's pretty flat, um, you know, as far as terrain. And so I'm going after them, and I couldn't really see how many there there were. But we've been hunting, you know, on the ranch, there's at that time there was probably four or five different groups of elk that were between 10 and 25. And they were kind of all in their own isolated spots. So I knew, knew the bull that was gonna be in this group and he was he was a very nice bull. So going after him and the wind is perfect. It's hard wind out of the West. There's a lot of moisture, which is, is covering up my noise from the grass and the leaves and the trees and just moving nice and slow. And there's, an, there's a dried beaver pond and I can see across it and it's been dry for a while, so there's, there's a lot of grass and um, good, good cover for me. But the way this bull was moving, he was on the other side of the beaver dam, or the, the, the dried pond, rather. Um, he was moving to the north, so I duck below the old dam, which was great cover for me. and I'm going to jump around to the north. I had about 50, 60 yards to go, and I would have a chip shot at this bull. And I <clears throat> knock an arrow. And I'm looking to the west as I'm moving north. And just my head is above the, the beaver dam. And I notice something out of my eye. And I <clears throat> kind of glance down and there's just this really big brown thing. And it lifts up this giant fucking head and looks at me. And, like, it <clears throat> so automatically my my mind's going a million miles a minute. All this adrenaline hmm. is going. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck this is a bear this is not supposed to happen to me
1: hmm.
2: and I try to draw back my bow and he turns and with his left paw he swats my right thigh and there was no pain he just knocked me to the ground um, no idea where my arrow went um, but it was, I mean it was it was fast bears are fast hmm. I'm a very uncoordinated not not, not <laughs> athletic guy so but, a bear, so you're you're, basically,
1: you're right on top of him I mean, he, he's, he reaches out and touches you.
2: Oh, three feet. Yeah. Within three feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. He was, he was yeah. real close. Yeah. So he, he swats my leg. <clears throat> no idea where my arrow went. Not into him. Um, I pull my bow over my face cause that's, I mean, that's all I got. I never had time to, you know, what is it? Stop, drop and roll yeah, Stop yeah that's, for that's for fires, fires. Yeah, oh, that's I think that's for fires yeah, oh, okay. what what's the other one play dead yeah all right yeah I oh yeah that's, yeah that's, yeah play dead i did, I didn't really have time to do that even though I thought it <clears throat> um I'm on my back I have my bow in front of my face that's the only thing I have and he's chewing on the bow you know paw, trying to rip rip it off. And so, he does. He's a lot stronger than me. We already went over my physique. Not impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so, pull, rips the bow out of my hand. <clears throat> so, I'm like a boxer and I just tuck my chin. And he proceeds to gnaw on my head. And so, bears have a really big mouth. And pretty much in, <clears throat> engulfed my head. Was able to not pick me up, but... Imagine your dog with a, with a big chew toy, mm. you know, you know, he can't, he can't like sh- shake the whole damn thing around. Am I making sense? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you can shake yeah, part of that visual. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat>
2: so I, I got my chin tucked pretty good and he's got the back of my head from, from the front of me and kind of shakes me. Let's go. Grabs me again. And this time it's through the nose and my left eye socket and my left ear and temple and this at this point things were going really really slow and i can still remember the way the his teeth sounded as they were scraping across my skull mm. imagine like fingernails on a chalkboard oh man but way worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I can describe how much worse. <laughs> oh it was. man, uh, we, we believe that. But I, I, I hope I, I, yeah. I hope neither of you guys ever experienced that. And I just take what, yeah, take my word for it. Same, yeah.
1: Now you're saying so. so I, I don't want to interject, but you're so so. you things were moving pretty quick because the adrenaline rushes, and then all of a sudden, in kind of this moment, you're saying that time has kind of really slowed down for you.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean from the things that really stand out in my mind are, are the raking of his teeth on my skull. And mm-hmm. you can hear, you can hear the, the bone and teeth, mm. which kind of unsettling at the time. Yeah. 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 yeah, I, can, yeah. I, can I, can, I can imagine that. I can
1: imagine that. Yes, exactly. Um,
2: you know, so <clears throat> at six foot, 215 pounds at the time, this bear was, I don't know, he had a hundred, 150 pounds on me, which, bear muscle versus chase muscle is a lot different and i really there's there was nothing i could do um playing dead wasn't working um which is really hard to play dead when there's a tooth going through your eye socket
1: Hmm.
2: and if you ever see like a a horror movie but there's cheerleaders in there that's (laughs) That's kind of what I sounded like in my mind. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. <laughs> go, 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 Chase, no, go. No, not quite like that. Oh, when the chainsaw fires up in the dark corner. Oh, more, more like that. that oh. That's what I sounded
0: like. Uh, what was, you know, and I, I don't, I guess I, I don't want to be too graphic, but like, was he growling? Was he, was he making any audible yeah.
2: sounds or yeah, is he at that were, point? Yeah, there there was, you know, like a, a dog going to town on a chew toy. Okay. I mean, he's, he's
0: just yeah growling and, okay.
2: Yeah. Um, and then, whatever reason, he decides he's done with me, doesn't like my taste, whatever, and leaves. And <clears throat> so, I start to regroup, get my shit together, sit up, start to grab my bow, um, reaching around. For whatever reason, I was looking for my hat. Mm-hmm. Can't can't remember why. But anyway, it was important to me at the time. Um, and then I look up again and he was about 10 yards away, and he turns around and looks at me and starts coming at me again. And once again, I have nothing to defend myself with. And he um stopped <clears throat> threw my legs up and he stopped at my legs um and tore into my right calf and just grabbed me by the leg and shook the shit out of me. Mm. Um no idea how long that happened you know maybe two three seconds not very long and then came back came back up towards my my head and my upper body um that point um had both my arms both my my fists and forearms covering my face um you know he's going back for the same spot that he left off the first time and he lashed onto my right forearm and i just said a hail mary and showed my arm as far as I could back in his mouth and he he ran off. He left. Sheesh. And I did the same thing.
0: Jeez. Wow. Yeah, that's
1: wow. So in those, in that, that yeah. brief period, like you said, you were kind of reaching around for your hat. Do you remember anything that was going through your mind? Or do you think you were just kind of so in shock like reaching for the hat was just something that just kind of came to you uh, and it was, were you just in a, in total state of shock, you think?
2: Probably just in in shock at that point. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm naked without a hat, so that, that was just a reflex thing, I imagine. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so Chase, after the fact, now they, uh, when I say they, I had heard the bear was a young sub-adult male, probably three to four years old, you think? I not even that old. I I don't know
2: how old they oh, okay. would have been.
0: Well, because I guess for people that aren't familiar with bears, um, you know, <clears throat> a lot of times the cubs will stay with the moms till they're two, and they're they're a couple hundred pounds at that point. You know, they're not like little cute, cuddly. They're they're pretty good size. The moms will will keep them around. And the subadults are are bears, young bears that have been off their mom for a year or two, and they're you know we we get them around here. Usually, the bears we have around here are subadults and sows with cubs, and the subadults are in the the three, four, you know, five hundred pounds would be a big one. Now, a, a large sow or boar. Um, I mean, there's been boars up on the front that they found at a hibernation over 800 pounds, 900 pounds, I mean, 900 pounds, which is Jeez. that's you know when you think of a 900 pound bear, that's more like what you'd find up in Alaska. That's a, what people think of, like it's just a monster. You know, well, that's hu- uh, yeah. yeah, and you know, so so a sub adult bear, but but like Chase is saying, even at three or 400 pounds, they are so incredibly strong, you know. And Chase is not a small guy. He's you're what 6'1", 6'2", 215 pounds. Yep, right. Up and there. and he calls himself not an athlete, but I coached him in football, and watched him wrestle. He's an athlete. He's he's no he's no slump. Was uh, it
2: was an athlete? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that the the yeah. fact that at your size and your temperament, the the bear was throwing you around. I mean, it really is. It's their strength is is unbelievable. So, um, so so chase. You you are sitting there in a pile of, I'm sure blood, and you 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 know you just went through this, and you're thinking I got to get back. I mean, so so what did you just collectively do from that point?
2: So the bear he took off and, and went to the east, which is the direction I left my brother. Um, but our initial plan was is I was going to go about a half mile west and meet up with him. Um, so I run out into that clearing, the dried beaver pond. And I just, I wanted to be in the open. I <clears throat> grabbed my bow. I only had two arrows left at this point. Um, just fell off of my bow, fell off my quiver that's attached to my bow. And that's the only thing I have for protection. So I knock another arrow, get it ready to go. Um, my scalp is hanging over my head from, if you draw a line straight up from the tip of your ear to the tip of your ear. So my scalp was ripped off of my head Hmm. forward laying down to my chin um i could see a little bit out of my right eye which is how i made it out into the clearing so get out to the clearing knock an arrow feel around know that it's not good um pull out my phone typically don't have cell service in this area pull out my phone call my brother um as I'm looking down at my phone, my head is bleeding like you can't imagine. Hmm. Um, my phone just turns red from blood. Anyway, I didn't know the call went through. Um, so I, I was a little bit frustrated because I couldn't see my damn phone, which is kind of my lifeline at this point. Hmm. Um, throw my phone back in my pocket. Um, keep on going. So now it's exit strategy. You know, it's not like I'm in the wilderness, but. I just got fucked over pretty bad. So I was thinking, how the hell do I get out of here the quickest, easiest way without running into that bear again? And so my uncle Joe's house was about or maybe, maybe a mile to the north. So I couldn't get a hold of my brother. I knew where my uncle's house was. So that's how I'm getting out of there. So I start <clears throat> start hiking out north, go across the fence, um, see my pickup, and my brother's in it. And so I, I flag him down um, and he he drives over to me and I'm, I'm walking up to the pickup and I remember looking into the gl- the glass and I can see my reflection and it was just, I don't know how to describe it, but it it, it terrible. I mean, I'd never seen anything or could imagine anybody looking like that. Um, anyway... <clears throat> Open up the door of the pickup. My brother Shane, he's, he, he didn't say a word. Um, he's in, he's in shock as well. And I just tell him I got mauled by a bear. And then a second passes and he completely changes and he's calm and collected. And he gets out of the pickup, comes over to me, starts taking off my clothes to see if I'm bleeding anywhere else, if I'm going to bleed out. I mean, the, the obvious shit, my head. Um, no, nothing he can do about that, but wanted to make sure that I wasn't bleeding out anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And then um, he takes my bow and he throws it in the back of the pickup. And you don't treat my stuff like that. <laughs> we, we we had words. I am, I am still very upset that he threw my bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, that
1: just sounds just like my older brother that's exactly what my older uh, brother would be saying get, to me your stuff
0: with disrespect man exactly I mean, what the hell oh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's at great. this point
2: in my life I, I didn't have a lot of money and uh that was one of the few things that i i indulged in was a bow i bought a very nice one and i took very good care of it and i was very upset when <laughs> he threw it <laughs> um uh, and then after that, um, we hop in the pickup. And like I said, Shane, he was just calm and collected. Yeah. And he called the emergency room in shoto and explained what happened. He called the sheriff's department, told him we're in a white F-150, blah, blah, blah. I will be traveling very fast. Don't pull me over. He called my wife, very calmly explained to her everything she had to do. And I don't know. Imagine your wife getting that news. Would she no, man. Just zone out. I mean, mm. like wouldn't register, right? Right. So mm. so Shane walked her through. Go get a backpack. Pack your clothes, drive to Great Falls. You know, what what she was she that, that was not the news she was expecting to hear that day. Sure. Right. Um, of course, yeah. She she was expecting the, hey, I shot a big elk and, you know, congratulations. Right. Not right. Not that, especially then. You know, I, I had no idea. Shane didn't have any idea how bad the injuries were. So, yeah, um, it was it was pretty scary for her. And um, yeah, we, we went to the hospital in Shodo. Um, really happy that the hospital is there. Treated me fantastically. Um, there happened to be a guy there from Alaska. He was a RN. Never got his name. If I did, I can't remember, and I apologize. Um, but he had actually. Treated multiple people for grizzly bear maulings. Oh, wow. oh, up in up in Alaska. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, lucky to have him. He had his shit together, and you know, kind of kind of steered the PA that was on call in the right direction. So, wow. And That's and incredible. Shane,
0: your your brother, um, he like you said, he he was paramount in getting you from point A to point B. He took care of you know. Getting hold of Becca and lining everything up. So, yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Really, I mean, you know, yeah. what a to to have that clarity of mind to do all that. That's yeah. you know, plus your brothers right. <laughs> what's left of your brother is right next to you, and you you know, and and like <laughs> yeah, just, right. at that point yeah. you yeah. didn't know. I mean, you didn't oh, know if yeah. you were going to make it or not. So, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, that's that is just an incredible story. Yeah, it really um, is incredible.
1: What was the extent of your your injuries? I mean, the what was the final... I mean, I'm sure they they stitched everything together, but you had talked about um, your calf yeah, how many, too. How many and, stitches,
0: Chase, do you remember? Because well, didn't you didn't over you say... 400, over 400. Over oh. 400
2: stitches. And a, and a pile of staples. There was a pretty good patch of skin missing, um, which actually helped him longer on talking to the... Um, it was actually an ENT, ear, nose, and throat doctor, that, that did the surgery on my head Um, there wasn't a uh, plastic surgeon on call that weekend in Great Falls and he did a phenomenal job Um, anyway so there was a lot of my scalp missing so they had to stretch my (laughs) stretch my skin on my scalp so tight to sew it all back together that it actually really aided in swelling Oh, oh, it kept great. the swelling down. Yeah, because oh, yeah. the, yeah, the sure. scalp was stretched so, so tight. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's kind of, I have to,
1: yeah, that's, uh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah.
2: Mm. Um. But yeah, he he did a fantastic job.
0: I'll bet that was a first for him.
2: As an ear, nose, yeah. and throat guy, I'll bet, you know, that's yes. going to be one for his uh, coffee table. I, I would imagine so.
0: Um, but
1: how great for him stepping up to the plate though I mean really it sounds like you had as far as physician um experience was it sounded like it it went really well I mean were you you were in surgery already that weekend I mean did you get transported to Great Falls right away
2: yeah hung around in um up for a while uh waited for my parents to get there um and then my old man Duke he rode in the ambulance down to Great Falls with me and it I don't know. It was a busy day for people getting whatever Mm -hmm. emergency room was very busy that day. So this happened about eight o'clock in the morning, give or take a half hour. Um, And then I never got into surgery until a little after five that night. Mm. Um, And, and then luckily, so my sister-in-law, Shane's wife, she um, used to work at the great falls clinic and surgery center there. And so she was able to, kind of picked the surgeons that she would want working on her to work on me and called in favors. So I was really, really lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, in that regard. Don't know if I should say that, but thank you, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it was five years ago. Uh, it's yeah, right. there you go. Yeah, water clear.
0: water under the bridge. Yeah. Okay. So so then <clears throat> um and then this story hits the media. And yes. it blew up. Kind of, yeah. Well it was on national news. It was. So, how did it feel to be? <laughs> I mean, yeah. they say everybody gets their fifteen minutes of fame. Uh,
2: how did? How did you? What did you think of that? Uh, so, so, I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, you're a pretty, you're a private guy, and and I'm sure that some, was some very major major
2: news network televisions were in Shoto trying to contact my family, going yeah. to the grocery store and the gas station I and. Mean, restaurants and
1: this is uh, this was oh. in the new york times
2: yeah yeah and, yeah it was pretty annoying but the, so <laughs> yeah. here's something crazy you yeah. got all all these pr- pretty big news companies news outlets when i get home from the hospital this happened on october 3rd i think i got home on the 7th or the 8th there's a very nice bouquet of flowers and a card from Peta. On, really on the steps of my house whereas hmm. like abc and msnbc couldn't find me Peter did oh. <laughs> so oh. and and <laughs> what what was the nature of the flowers yeah. um, they want they wanted to thank me <clears throat> got kind of pissed off and ripped up the card becca taped it back together and gave it back to me a couple years later <laughs> but so they wanted to thank thank me um one, one thing I said in the initial interview is it wasn't the bear's fault. Bear was sleeping. Right. I, I walked into his bedroom. I still feel that way. Yeah. Um, I've had many encounters before and since then with bears, and it's not always that way. Sometimes they're ruining my day. That day, I was ruining that bear's day, ruining his nap. Mm. And I, I made it clear. Um, you know, I have a lot, of, a lot of friends and family in that area, and didn't want them to go and honestly just shoot bears blindly because they were pissed off because I got hurt. So I was very honest. It wasn't the bear's fault. It wasn't anybody's fault. Shit happens. Hmm. And so anyway, that was part of Peter's deal. They thanked me for not condemning the bear. and They went on and on and on. <laughs> and then how I should convince my, Friends and family that hunting is bad,
1: oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, and that yeah.
2: that animals have feelings and mm-hmm. they miss they miss their relatives when they get killed by hunters and and that that's why I tore up the card. But
0: if they would have just stopped with that hey, thanks for yeah. not condemning no, the right. bears, exactly right. Yeah. and we we wish you well. That would have been all right. You wouldn't yeah, have torn that card up,
2: huh? Right. <laughs> there were nice flowers, though. Yeah, were <laughs> oh. they? That, that's good. Peter goes all out. That's good. I, sure. I think they have well, a pretty good budget yeah maybe Mm. i mean i i think they were the best flowers i've ever received
1: (laughs) (laughs) so does this does this media attention continue i mean is it does it feel like it was kind of 15 minutes and that was it or are you still because i gotta admit i did some research right because i knew the story but i kind of looked out there man you've got a you've got an amazon book written about you you know that
2: yes um
1: the so, Chase Stowell survival story. I wish I could get the actual title because that's what it is. Like the the night with the bear, getting, like the getting out alive, story. getting get, out alive. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So
2: I'm, I'm at work one day, and I have a friend. His name is John Adams. He owns and operates Montana Free Press down in Helena. He also has a podcast. Um, drawing a blank right now. Sorry, John. That's right. Hey, John. Um. Anyway, so he, he uh. He's in New York. Um, he made a film and he's at a bar there talking to the bartender about whatever. Comes up, Montana. Oh, there's this guy that got mauled by a bear. I'm reading this book. John's like, you're fucking kidding me because that's one of my really <laughs> good friends. <laughs> like, oh, whatever. And anyway, so. So
0: John had not heard about the incident?
2: No, he knew about the, he knew about the incident. Oh, he, he knew, just knew about, about the, Oh, book. Okay. This yeah, was quite I a while you. later. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, d- John John sends me a text. I mean, he, he uh, he's like, "Did you know about this?" And I'm at work. I'm working at MSU at the time, and I'm like, "What the shit?" Anyway, <laughs> they didn't even get your yeah. permission. Well, all right. God, I hope my wife doesn't hear this. <laughs> she I bet you will, It's a podcast, Chase. <laughs> <I laughs> bet you will, Chase. This, this just isn't us. So anyway, there's this deal called Facebook.
0: Yeah. okay. Or
2: anybody Uh in the world can (laughs) can send you a message. Yeah. And anyway, so there was a lot of people that sent me messages. Some of them were very nice. Some of them were really, really nice. And some of them were pretty douchebaggy. Anyway, so there's this gal from somewhere in uh, northern Australia. Can't remember her name. Bron Whitney, I think. So she sends me a Facebook message (laughs) and I, I hate Facebook. I hate social media. It's just a time suck. Anyway, so long driver, whatever, something I look at it. Anyway, she asked my permission to do this book and same response I gave to her as everybody else. No, thanks. Not interested. So that was, that was maybe a year before John, John texted me about this book and I'm at work and, um, Anyway, pull out my phone and get on Amazon, and sure as shit, there it is. <laughs> Getting Out Alive, the Chase Delvo story. Yeah. The cover art is pretty phenomenal, though. It is. To pre- <laughs> yeah, I, gotta, yeah. I, I wish I had that hat. It yeah. was a pretty sweet hat on the cover. Um, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: but anyway, so, you know, they give you, like, the first page and a half as, as a free preview. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, they got me! So I, I feel like a dumbass. I spent the seven dollars and bought the book. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it a good read? <laughs> oh my god! So <laughs> it was it was confusing. Anyways, uh, they do things different in Australia than in Montana. They, as far as hunting goes, like she, I don't know, she. Just nothing was right. Took some liberties. Yeah, I really hate Kenny Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> that was in there. That was the first thing that just like popped. It uh, was like, no, <laughs> she's wrong. Yeah, because you, no, you were listening. You were listening to Kenny Chesney on the way out to hunt. No, right? no, no, no. She she said that me and my brother were listening to Kenny Chesney on yeah. the way out to the ranch. <laughs> See, that's so <laughs> funny
1: because I read I read an Amazon comment on there, and the fr- I kid you not, one of the first signs was like. Uh, Chase would prefer like bad pop to Kenny Chesney or something like that.
0: I was like, Oh no. Or or eighties heavy metal.
2: So if if you read down in the comment, one of the things about buying the book is your verified (laughs) verified (laughs) purchaser. (laughs) um, I kind of feel bad about it, but, but I I slayed her.
1: Oh, nice! Oh, I feel okay. bad about it. I've got to anyway, go look back. That's she, great. She, she got
2: she got eight dollars out of me, seven dollars. So, yeah. I don't know whatever that is in Australian money, like twenty four <laughs> pesos. But any anyway, if if oh, if you buy the great. book and drop it off with Blair, I will sign it. And I'm done. And you can have some hysterical coffee table conversation starter getting out of life that is uh okay so so
0: chase the question has to be who would you want to play you in the movie
2: oh yeah that's a great question who's gonna play leonardo dicaprio the oh! You didn't
0: see
1: him? Oh! The yeah, Revenant. that was even, Well, that was based on getting out that alive. Was, yeah, he yeah. yeah.
0: Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They just they had to throw in uh, some sass and some other yeah, stuff. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, okay, that makes. Yeah, but in more that sense. story, I think he actually killed the bear with his big knife
1: right oh yeah
0: <laughs> I hate, I hate, you know i'm just I'm okay just Peta. <laughs> okay then we just
1: lost half of our listeners blair thanks
0: <laughs> uh, uh, leonardo did not or no what was the actual guy yeah uh, was it cross like, is yeah. it cross no yeah uh, it's something like that isn't it? Glass. glass glass yeah yeah hugh glass, yeah. Hugh, glass. Yeah, yeah.
2: hugh glass yeah hugh glass yeah that, he he, that he. would book? not have yeah. gotten flowers from
0: Peta.
1: no he would not no would not no
2: no he did not scream nearly enough either it was not a very good scene so you did
1: there's a comment you made i do want to go back to because i think this is interesting that you had said um that it wasn't the bear's fault right and then you said something about you've had run-ins after um so i guess my question is how how Quickly, were you? I mean, of course, recovery time. But were you back in in the woods the next season, and back in the mountains for another a hunting season, or or how did this affect your ability to kind of go back into, you know, into the woods and stuff like that? Was it? What did you face any trauma with that? Was something like this happening?
2: Oh man, yeah, a lot. Um, there was a good, probably five months where I didn't, I don't know, maybe slept two hours a night. Oh, man. Um, anyway, so I was really lucky. My sister-in-law, Becca's sister, she was living with me at the time, living with us. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, whatever. Yep. Well, okay. uh, well, we'll dive Matt's into that later on. <laughs> we'll dive into that later on. It's another, okay. another topic. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so she was going to MSU for counseling, um, to get her master's in counseling. And... Anyway, I, I wasn't in a good place um, mentally or, or physically. Fuck, I couldn't. Um, I had a giant hole in my leg. I didn't touch it, but two weeks after the accident, I had to go back and have a, a bunch of tissue and muscle in my lower leg removed because the infection had, had gone down into my bone in my lower mm. leg. Um, that lucky I still have a leg um, just due to infection. I mean, bears have a lot of nasty shit in their mouth. Mm. So anyway, back to Emily. So she referred me, um, to some, um, a therapist who specialized in PTSD, um, uh, mainly for, um, veterans returning from war. Um, so I went to him for about, I don't know, six weeks, maybe two months. Mm. Um, and helped, it helped immensely. Um, you know, that there were times where I wouldn't sleep in the same bed as Becca because I was worried that I was going to wake up in a nightmare and hurt her. Mm. Um, so I spent a lot of my time out on the couch, a lot of my time just not sleeping. Um, Watched a lot of Disney movies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, that was your go-to, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when you get mauled by a bear, it's yeah. okay to watch Tangled. Okay. It is not okay to watch Brave. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's a disney movie mean- <laughs> that's right mental note
1: yeah okay that's, i will yeah uh, i put that away for sure
2: yeah <laughs> so stay away from brave that, that was a bad one oh man um so you know and and i don't know yeah i was i was pretty messed up from it um mm-hmm. but i'm I made a decision. I'm, this is not going to ruin me. This is not going to change who I am, what I mm. am, and how I do things. So, I think it was Thanksgiving weekend, same year. You know, not quite two months later. Mm. No, yeah, not quite two months later. Um, my wife, she's with me with me this time, and my uncle Mark and my aunt Anne, and we're going elk hunting this time. Um, it's rifle season, so packing some heat. Felt a little bit better about that. Got four people instead of crawling around on my own. And we got within about 15 feet of another bear. Hmm. Um, he knew we were there. He was he was trying as fast as he could to get the hell out of there. So <clears throat> like that, I mean, to me that was that was cool. I mean, that was a, a milestone for me. I right. went, went back out, ran into a bear. Hmm. Um,
1: was was it tough getting doing that? I mean, was it did was there a lot of mental prep and on your side of of being like getting back out there and, and everything? Or were, I, I mean, what was that like?
2: No, I just yes, there was, but I made a decision to do it, and I yeah, I mean, I I did it. I had to because yeah, that's yeah. just part of part of who I am. Um, mm-hmm. And so anyway, my uncle Mark, he ended up shooting a cow elk that day, and so did I. Um, it was actually the last cow key shot. He passed away a little, a few months later. Um, so I was really happy about that day, how it all came together. But the thing that kind of really set me off, um, is when I went to, to gut the elk, field dress, the, the elk, the smell of the blood that really fucked with my head. Hmm. Um, you know, a person doesn't think about it, but so <clears throat> when I, you know, a, a, after my accident, we were in my, my pickup driving back to Shoto. Um, so I had a solid 45 minutes to bleed in there. There was a lot of blood. Hmm. And anyway, so my pickup stunk terribly. And then shooting that elk and dressing that elk out, you know, we we smelled the same blood smells the same. Hmm. And it was a really weird moment for me. Um, and I think I've shot one deer and one elk since then, in the last five, six years. Um, each time that's kind of the thing that triggers yeah 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 Yeah, well
0: yeah that's and you know your sense of smell or sight or hearing I mean it just comes right back and yeah yeah, Yeah. I'm sure Mm -hmm. so so Chase going back to the 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 nightmares and stuff we we had a guy on um what four five episodes ago yeah that something is like uh, that, yeah he he's a dream expert, and he actually specializes in nightmares as well. Mm-hmm. And he was we we didn't really talk a lot about the nightmares. matter of fact, he's going to come back on, but but he talked about um just how powerful those are, you know mm-hmm. uh, and that you, you know, people can get into these trends and have these reoccurring dreams and things like that. And it's um you know, it's no wonder you weren't sleeping, you know, oh, and then yeah. lack of then lack of sleep. Mm -hmm. starts to have physical manifestations, you know? Well, and then then
2: it was daytime too. I mean, I was, I would be at work and going down a hallway, come around a corner and there's a person there that I didn't see. And that would, that would freak me out. You know, just
0: Hmm.
2: not being able to see somebody and then boom, they're right there within three feet. That would throw me off.
0: So Um, your mind was just on, I mean, you were just, um, wired sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of in the 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 continual
1: hyper state. Yeah, I was going to say always, always on edge a little bit.
2: And and
0: how long do you
2: think that went on for? So that happened in October. I don't think I got like a full night's sleep over five hours until March. Really? Wow.
0: And then finally, you just started.
2: Did you ever, I mean, did you have to take medication? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I didn't take any medication. I was always, I had a couple worse accidents years before this and didn't get addicted to to painkillers but knew it was leading that way and just kind of steered clear of yeah mm-hmm. just no yeah. myself so yeah, i, I can, stayed away from Yeah, yeah for I sure that. Were,
1: were you still in some pretty consistent pain too i mean are you still like you, you know you talked about what you had in your leg and stuff is that still stuff that you're you're dealing with now even to this day or you feel like you're you're back
2: healed so the, the leg is fine I mean, mm-hmm. it, kind of comical to look at, but, um, my head, you know, I want to. Oh, it's like, not pretty. I'm, I'm looking at it right now and it
0: is not <laughs> pretty. This is I the, mean, he looks like he did before the accident and I'm telling yeah, you, it's not, not pretty. This is the new and improved version. <laughs> totally
2: um, the, no, uh, so I, I want to have like a map made of the scars on my head a little yeah. treasure chest for my grandchildren <laughs> to find. When I die. Well, fortunately, yeah. your hair grew back in, so in, you, you some, can't really, in some spots you can't see the map. Too bad, I guess. Um, but um, no, just sensitivity on my head. Um, yeah. My eye is really where my eye socket and um, yeah. Let's go grow. back to that. You did not. I mean, did it? Did it dislodge the eye out of the socket? Oh, hold
0: on. Okay, no, wait a minute. Oh, he's Uh-oh. okay. He's pulling out his. He's pulling plate. his eye out. <laughs> yeah, this is
1: not my eye, actually. Yeah.
0: Yep. He's shown me some. Yeah, I don't know, Carden. I don't know that you'd want these on the Instagram page. Oh,
1: yeah. So I'm guessing the eye came out then. This no, the, the, I, mean. the eye
0: stayed in. No. Did it. It did. Looking at the face. It's pictures, not so like, much the eye didn't come out. It's more like the most of the face <laughs> went came out. Came off with uh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah just, that's
2: incredible. Just like oh. everything from that is incredible from yeah
0: yeah it's in it's incredible looking at these pictures and i you're just gonna have to take my word for it that you got out of there that that you actually had a good eye that you could see because you know this country you know you said you you said it's flat but it's it's still in the foothills of the rockies it's not like you're walking across sand right i mean it's it's rough terrain and i mean i'm
2: looking at those pictures i'm going how in the hell could you see anything well i i lifted up my scalp that was hanging down and um, left left eye was not usable, but i yeah. my right eye like I mm, st- still see out of And
0: in vision, in the left eye is normal now. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's
2: incredible. The, the mm, eyeball was never amazing. wasn't damaged. Just the eye socket. You know, yeah. you can see the eyebrow was removed. And
0: so, so uh, going back to the bear, did they do? And, and I, I really don't know this question. Did they do any kind of a search, or did they just say, you know, after what you'd said? you know it was a it was a random accident right you came upon a bear sleeping did was there any follow up fishing game tried to track down the bear or anything
2: uh <clears throat> so the FWP, they came um you know almost immediately um, they they measured all the bite marks on my head and my leg um you know cuz that's how they identify a bear a bear's bite marks are just like our fingerprints um so they measured distance mm-hmm. from canine to canine and other, other teeth marks on my body. That's weird conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they, they came and did that. Um, you know, I, I told them, Hey, no, you know, I, I did not push them to go after the bear. They did a investigation, found some tracks, which in that area, right. In a 10 mile radius, if you walk along a Creek bottom, 100 yards you're going to find bear tracks Mm -hmm. I say that and then people are out there again. why didn't he have bear spray (laughs) well I did so here's the deal with bear spray (laughs) it doesn't work when the wind is blowing
0: like that yeah
2: so well especially if you said there was a
1: lot of moisture in the air that particulate
0: will pull it all right right out
1: anyways you know what I mean
0: so you had a couple of
1: factors against you on that one for sure
0: well, and the the thing with bear spray is, it, I mean, it, it it does work in ideal circumstances, but a couple of things because you know we again we ranch, it's quite away f- from chases, but we're right on the creek creek bottom, and there's a lot of brush. And I don't regularly carry bear spray, but the main reason I don't is I I usually don't go on the creek in in the spring and summer around here. You can pretty much assume there's going to be bears around. It's not like we're thick with them, but you just never know when they're going to be. And we've seen, we've seen a lot here. Mm -hmm. And during those times of the year, I really have no need nor desire to go, you know, on the crick and the brush and things like that. So I just, I avoid those places. And
2: if I have to, Blair is saying he avoids these (laughs) places. He just just shows me his phone. (laughs) Of all the bears that are in there. (laughs) No. Well, no. So it, it recently snowed here. Um, and Blair has some pictures of bear tracks. Oh yeah! And in the background, you can see his house. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. So like the, yeah. the door to the entry of his house. <laughs> well, honestly, I well
1: Blair, <laughs> I, I, this I, isn't
2: I, what, I, this isn't a long ways in the background. It's like fifty I, yards. Well, oh, okay. Bear so,
0: hey, quit snooping on my phone for starters. <laughs>
2: so, so actually, here's the story with this this picture
0: he's he, he's talking about. Is, like I said before, we normally get uh, s- adult sow bears, female bears, with their cubs. And then we get subadult males, right? Well, the track he, he's talking about, I was out one time and uh, we had a cow die. And like a lot of ranchers, we have a certain area where it, it's called the dead pit. You know, not, not a nice name, but it's factual. And we just have a certain place where we drag dead carcasses. You know, you don't bury them. You just kind of, and and the, the animals take care of the rest. Usually, it's coyotes, but around here we have a lot of bears. So, at one particular time, we lost a cow, and we put her in the dead pit. And uh, I happened to go check, and I saw a set of footprints that I've never seen anything close to them. They're massive and yeah, huge, huh? wow. Yes. Well, like I said, and I've seen a lot of tracks and and we've seen bears and I've seen bears and then their tracks. So I can reference pretty good. This track was probably close to, you know, a third to maybe even half again bigger than any track I'd ever seen. Matter of fact, I took my shoe off, put it next to the track and took a photograph so there was some scale. And, and Blair's a big guy. He's got like a size 8 shoe. <laughs> 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 okay, that size shoe is a twelve, by the way.
2: Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah.
0: so I I I started following this track, but I was going backwards, right? So I started the dead pit, and anyway, it ends up in my yard, and I oh, took a picture yeah. of the track with the house in the back, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that it. it I mean, it is because you're going. Okay, what if I had gone outside and yep. and it happens? But but we what I've done and what's worked out really well for us is dogs. We have dogs in the yard and we we buy usually one particular breed of dog that's kind of known for being um you know kind of a guard dog type and, it, and it's made a huge difference the we, we don't have near the interaction with bears that we used to now if you see them they're just they're hauling ass through you know usually at night we'll see tracks at night and you don't see them during the day so it's made a big difference for us but um but the other thing the big biggest difference with chase and i is he's a hunter and you know if you're going to bow hunt, and I have people that come out here bow hunting, and they're required to have a, a firearm and bear spray. Um, I had a friend that was bow hunting out here in a sow with two cubs. Treat him, and he filmed it on his iPhone for 15 minutes. And she was she didn't she was not scared. She was trying to get at him. Yeah. She had her her cubs run up a tree, and yeah. she was trying to get at him. So that's the kind of scenario you're like, yeah, no thanks. So. Um, and, and, in bow hunting is a very, you know, you, you gotta be subtle and you gotta be, you know, you gotta blend in. You don't want to stick out. You don't wear hunter's orange and you know, that's, it's a whole different deal.
1: Okay. Chase, I I did want to ask you too, that I think that, um, after this all came out, you said there was a lot of media attention. Was there some, some stories that were floating out there that were just completely inaccurate? And I'm not talking like, um, getting out of life, the chase Delwell story. I'm just talking about like. People, you know, a perfect example. I heard that um, there was a specific reason why you stuck your arm down the throat, that it was something that you had heard from um, your mom, I think, or maybe your grandma or something that that's what you did in an attack.
2: So is that, is that true? Entirely, entirely true. Really? Okay. Um, so my grandmother, Anne, she always used to give me all sorts of books and magazines. Um, anyway, there was a story in there about a thing it was a guy with a lion in Africa getting chewed on by a lion, shoved his arm down its throat. and in the magazine, there was more to back it up. Large animals have really bad large predators have really bad gag reflexes hmm. and <clears throat> so I'm like nine year old chase, okay, and my brother Shane, we're fantasizing about getting into a fight with a bear, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, so. Number one, we grew up out in the sticks. We had no friends. We're 30 miles from town.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
2: so c- scenarios like this, we, we you know, you know, there, there's been 20 years of buildup
1: for. <laughs> played out a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, it, it did. It, it, I mean, for, is it crazy? And God, I have no idea how it happened situation that, I mean, playing that scenario out in my head, it happened. The bear was latched onto my arm and that came through my head. And that's what I did.
1: Yeah. That is an absolutely incredible thing from a story that you read when you were, you know, nine years old. That isn't, that yeah, is absolutely yeah, incredible. Maybe,
2: maybe nine. It just, a, I don't know, fluke deal, you know, and I don't know how many conversations, you know, nine, 10, 12, 14 year old Jason Shane had about that getting mauled yep. by a bear. Um, this is what you do. You know, I mean, looking back at it yeah we had that conversation a lot
1: that's absolutely you know, incredible that's incredible. you know
2: to the stop drop and roll how many times you tell your your kids your grandkids fire stop drop and roll you know it's hammered right. into them when they're right. when they're kids in school and i mean that was some not hammered into me but that was you know sure. my, my mental sure. ment- mental prep for 20 years leading up to it and just by fluke it happened to me
0: so i <laughs> We're getting kind of at that at that point, the one hour mark, and I, I have one other question for you. So, um, did this whole thing change you as a person, and if so, how?
2: Oh man, this is really tough. Um, yeah. So the the easiest one. Um, so my my brother Shane and I before this, you know, like I said when we first started off, my brother and I were driving around and just bullshitting. That's not something we had ever done before. Not that we weren't close, just that our relationship wasn't like that. We always worked together. Work was our bonding time.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, So since this happened, um, became a lot closer with my brother. You know, he, he pulled me out of hell and, you know, Mm -hmm. really, really helped me in a really shit time in my life. Um, you kind of reprioritize things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I was 26 when this happened. Almost died that day. Um, my brother had a heart attack when he was 32. Mm-hmm. He's fine now, but <clears throat> so one of the things that helped me and my my wife, my family reprioritize is how we, how we want to live, what we want to do and when we want to do it. We don't want to retire when we're old and can't move. We're, we're trying to do that now. We're making the most of our lives now, not just working to death, which is mm. another reason we moved from Bozeman to Shoto, so mm. we can enjoy right. life more, enjoy right. family, yeah. be with family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't, wasn't the only thing that made those changes, but, you know, looking at that and how close I was to dying, my wife was to losing her husband makes those decisions a lot easier to make.
0: And it so, makes absolutely
2: absolute. a lot, a lot of sense to make them. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. No, I mean, in it, in the sad part, I guess, is this, this kind of thing happens to a lot of people when they have something earth shattering and they get mm-hmm. through it. And it, 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 I always make the observation that it's, it's sad that it takes something like this to make us take those steps. But if something good comes of it, then it's, it's good. You know, I mean, if something, if you, you know, you guys moving back to where you grew up and raising your kids in a small town and, you know, living a completely different life than what you would have had you stayed oh, in Bozeman. Very much so.
2: Then something very good came of it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and I think there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, that de- definitely wasn't the main reason, but it, I mean, it was a catalyst for it that sure. it helped us move mm. forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely.
0: Mm. Well, uh, Carton, you want to, uh, you want to, you want to hit Chase with the uh, tradition? Yeah. So
1: um, I don't know how familiar <laughs> you are. So you're you're already aware. That's good. That's great. So we do. Um, we've been doing this monkey moment thing for quite a while. And one of the uh, uh, traditions that we have is um, the guest that we have on has the um, the the fortunate um, uh, honor chance <laughs> honor. Yeah. Let's say <laughs> honor of of kind of doing the the entrance to the monkey moment, which is you know just your best. Uh, monkey sound that you can do so yeah. um so if you would go ahead and take it away you can
0: you can give us your like, very best monkey sound Double. the best monkey sound you got go okay.
1: ahead go ahead it oh. can be any any monkey any monkey, any monkey. <laughs> yeah that was fun i honestly think that that's that's probably oh, the best that shit. we've had that's gotta should, be the best he, that we've he had. He was
0: so excited. He just jumped. I mean, good god that I was feel really like good. I'm at the zoo. That was really I know we
1: really actually good. know what that might we might clip that. And that might be that we'll might be our monkey that. moment we'll for just a tape while. That yeah, day. exactly. And every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, all right. so the monkey moment. Here's the question. We've been asking this to a lot of our guests. So, uh, okay, you're, you're, you're driving home tonight, right? And you see some lights in the sky. They keep getting closer and, and they land. And it's, uh, it's a UFO. So an, an alien comes out and basically says, hey, here's your opportunity. Come on. Come on with us. We're going to take you on an alien adventure. Um, we're going to show you worlds you've never seen before. W- what do you do? Are you, are you going with them or are you staying back?
2: I stay back. You're <sighs> staying home.
0: I'm staying, staying home. home. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> <laughs> didn't you hear him, Cardon? He just moved home for a reason. Yeah. Okay. That's that's for, fair. That's <laughs> fair.
2: <laughs> so that that alien ship landed, and. Took me away, and I went to Bozeman for seven <laughs> fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did that.
1: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh, so, okay, for the, so for you're people you're, that don't yeah, live in Montana. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's yeah.
0: kind of an inside joke, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's very funny. Yeah, that's, uh, Bozeman, yeah. Bozeman is kind of a different world these days. It is so. a different world. I can't. You're Touché. in Blair's camp. Man.
1: You're in Blair's camp. Yeah, nah, I got I got I'm stuff going on. No, that's that's okay. Carden's I'll, I'll gone.
0: He's yep. Carden's gone. He's like yeah. uh yeah. I'm oh. out of here. If, if and you if ask somebody asks,
1: it, they can they can write the story. You know, <laughs> going going there alive. The Cardin Moore story.
0: <laughs> no, it'd be never coming back. Never coming like, home. The, Cardin the, the, Cardin dis, the disappearance
2: of Cardin Moore. <laughs> yeah. If you would have asked me that question on Sunday night, I would have went with you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a two and a half year old little boy and a one year yeah. old girl yeah and, holy shit I, I was ready to leave it was
1: time uh yeah see that, that's that's behind Beat. the story i've got a two and three year old it's nothing about aliens at all it's about getting some hey uh, is it quiet on the ship or <laughs> <laughs> is there any baby aliens any
0: baby um, aliens i gotta worry about yeah
2: no more diapers oh god that is funny uh,
0: well yeah. i gotta say chase i've really really you know we we've actually uh this i just can't believe it's been five years i said a year and a half and i don't know what I'm five, five and a half yeah, years that's I, crazy. crazy no we've uh you know it, when card and i started doing this podcast um we we started talking about potential people to have on and and obviously you're you know being a local and it's an incredible story yeah, so thank you thank you very much for coming on and sharing it. and
2: you're a very good friend
0: Yes. Yes. And I, I don't like calling in favors on friends. I'm one of those guys that, you know, you, or if you're going to call in Don't them let them in,
2: lie to you. Don't let them lie to Like, like when your plow breaks down
0: and you need some muscle <laughs> to fix it. No. Yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah. don't let them yeah. lie to you. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you, you already know some better than water that, Chase, I was about to say. Or I need some <laughs> yeah. watering done or something. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. you gotta, you gotta be careful how you call in your favors. But, yeah. but anyway, I just want to say thank you for coming on. Um, It's been awesome talking with you. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. Thanks. It was, it was really great. And I, you know what I've only read. So hearing the story from me, it was really, it was incredible. So really
0: appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. And, uh, Cardin episode 20 is in the books in the books episode 20 that's a milestone that's a good that's a good thing yes it, it is congratulations yeah. carden congratulations hey thanks i appreciate it And what Chase a, what a great, great episode to have chased Elwood. oh
1: yeah just an excellent episode episode 20 absolutely great yep
0: so okay well uh i will sign off from shoto montana and uh, episode 20 in the books. so carden i bid you adieu i bid you adieu <laughs>
1: They, we're we having trouble we, with
0: our sign offs, Jason.
1: Yeah, we are, because you change it up every time.
0: A bit you I bid you adieu. Where did that even come a, from? The last time you made it sound like we're the Waltons, it's like, you, you know, know what? Good night, Mary okay.
1: I don't, I don't know just, what to do. Just make. tell me good night and be done with it. Okay, good night, guy. Good night, good night. <laughs> ah. I bid you adieu. I'm punch you in the head.
2: <laughs>